1: Coming to you from the Evergy room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens of
2: Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. In the house today, E, Wichita Cheesecake Company.
0: That's what's up. We have Mr. Mark Daniels here with us. How are you?
3: I am great this morning. Thank you so much for having
0: me. Of course. We're excited to have you here because just yesterday I had some cheesecake. Okay. Yeah, and it was delightful. Didn't share, but... I mean, that's well. A- so if you would, please, <laughs> foreign listeners, <laughs> let's skip over that. And get back to the story. Could you tell us who you are and what you do?
3: Well, my name is Mark Daniels. So I'm part owner. If I say that I'm the owner, my wife would be really upset with yes. me. And stuff. So I'm part owner of the Wichita Cheesecake Company. We are a family-owned business here located at 801 East Douglas.
0: 801 East Douglas. Where is that at?
3: It is at the corner of Douglas and Rock Island. Okay. So just a short distance from here.
0: Yes, walking distance. Almost. Because we live in a wonderful walking district in our downtown We have the opportunity to go over there, have some cheesecake, and walk it off and make it back to the office. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. absolutely. Nice. (laughs) So how long have you been in business, Mark?
3: Well, this is our fifth year downtown, so in the brick and mortar itself. We actually started in a commercial kitchen, so this is year seven for us. Wow. Yeah. That's
2: a quick seven years. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it seems just like yesterday. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that a little bit. So you started in a commercial kitchen. What does that look like for people who are interested in, you know, pursuing this path or creating their own line of of gourmet goods?
3: Well, it's definitely getting better. When we started, we searched throughout the city to find a place that we could actually bake from. The Kansas Department of Agriculture requires that you actually bake from a a commercial kitchen. Mm -hmm. So we searched, couldn't find anything, and we finally found the church that would allow us to use their kitchen. So we went to New Zion. They allowed us to come in. And we started to bake from there. It was a pretty hard task, actually. We were delivering everything individually. So every cake made was being delivered directly from there and stuff. So that was the first year. So it was definitely a hard year, hard to grow, Mm -hmm. you know, and hard to kind of control your growth process from there. So
0: you decided, okay, there's there's a void in the market. Sure. And... We want to have a cheesecake company. Tell us the origin of this story. How did how did this become?
3: So I mean, initially we knew it was one, something that Grace had done for years, just for the family. It was something and she the enjoyed. Listeners
0: tell who Grace is.
3: Ah, okay. I guess I skipped over that part. Grace is my wife of 18 years. All right, relations. So even before we met, she was making cheesecakes, making baked goods and stuff for the family. Something that we never considered as a business for ourselves. It was just a hobby of hers. It was something that she liked to do. But often people would say to us, you should do this as a business. Again, we never thought much about it. We just kind of continued to do it. Uh, And then there was a point where our nephew worked at a bank. He took the cheesecake to an office party that they had. They enjoyed it. They said, hey, again, we think you should do this as a business. We dismissed it again. The bank manager actually owns a a lighting company here. He suggested that we do the Wichita Bridal Show. Again, we didn't know much about the business itself or the process. He said, uh, I will sponsor you guys. I'll pay for your entry fee, and uh, you just come and, you know, take a look at what's going on. We did that. The first day that we were there, was open from 10 to 5. By 12 o'clock, we were out of Cheesecake. Oh, wow. Uh, So we rushed home, baked (laughs) more. We came back the following day, same, same thing. You know, we were out of cheesecake. So we thought, hey, maybe we've got something here. So I'm a finance guy, so I'm a little methodical. I decided to kind of approach it really, really slow. That was where the commercial kitchen came in. Okay. We figured if there were... Of course, now, I, I don't want to mention their name and give them any publicity, but, you know, there's a large company that people have been clamoring for for some time to mm-hmm. come to Wichita. Yeah. On several occasions, they've denied... Wichita the opportunity to locate their business here. So we knew that there was a void here that Wichita wanted a dedicated cheesecake company. So we thought with that being the niche that, you know, Grace already did it, you know, maybe we would explore if Wichita really wanted us. Mm. So that was the reason that we decided to go the commercial kitchen route. And then, of course, delivering the cheesecake, you know, individually, it kind of got hard. Plus, I was working a full-time job and but we knew that, hey, in order for us to grow, we really need to kind of take the next step. I just happened to be downtown for work. Passed by a space down there that I saw a for lease sign on. Turned around, grabbed the telephone number, and decided to give them a call. It was accidental. So we explored that. We came in. We signed a, a lease. And then about two weeks in, I realized I can't do that. There's no way that I can work a, a full-time job yeah. and do this, too. So I quit on the spot. I took a loan from my 401k, paid six months in advance on that particular space, opened that space up. Three and a half years later, we needed to grow. We were kind of being stuffed into that spot. We moved down the street, and two years later, we could really use more space. So we're really growing. And it's just, I've taken a slow approach to, to the growth itself, and it's just kind of been rewarding. I mean, it's really, really nice to have the opportunity to turn that key you know every day in a space that and go somewhere that you really enjoy.
0: Yeah that is that's a remarkable remarkable story and you know you're not the first person who said that this area you know finding commercial kitchens is, is has been a difficult thing for for people but thankful for the ones that we do have so that people who are entrepreneurial minded have that opportunity to go in and bake and to start their business. So let me ask this you're in five years Seven yes. years total, but five years mm-hmm. within brick and mortar, and you're ready to grow again. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that you are going to wait it out for a little bit, or do you think that you're going to?
3: Well, my, my approach hasn't changed. So I, I think that you grow as the business and as the customers allow you to grow. So we added food. We knew that people were only going to eat so much dessert. They were only going to eat so much cheesecake. So- Recently, we purchased, the 1st of April, we purchased Metro Grill. Okay. Metro Grill was a business that had existed. It started in the mall in 2004, and they grew to several different locations here in the city, closed the business down, and we found that chef. He had moved to New Jersey. We brought him back in July yeah. from the owner that had purchased Metro Grill at that particular point, and then we bought a portion of it, the downtown portion, April. So just the next step towards that journey of growing our business. And, you know, we brought in alcohol and we added alcohol to what we're doing as well. So just that methodical approach, again, to trying to grow the business laterally now. And then we'll just expand, you know, as we can figure out how to grow. That
0: is is wonderful because, you know, I saw that, you know, Metro Grill that you guys, I thought you were, co-locating two separate I businesses. Initially,
3: we were. I mean, that was how it started. In July, uh, we brought them into the space because my thought was, here's a business that already has its own following. I don't have to grow a following. Mm-hmm. We can just kind of start to reclaim some of those customers they had, and we would capture that business. More people coming in to eat, they would be exposed to the cheesecake, and we would grow that way. But after a while, I mean, I think anytime you have two business owners in one space Mm -hmm. and you kind of have some differences in how you grow and and the way you approach business, then you kind of have to figure those things out. So our thing was, we're always going to be Wichita Cheesecake Company. No matter who was in the space with us, it was always going to be the way that we wanted to grow. So the next step was to just kind of move that person out. And he didn't want to relinquish the business, but... He thought that our approach to the way, we, you know, we were wanting to grow was conducive to the way he thought Metro Grill should grow as well. and So, so he was willing to sell us a portion of that business and, uh, so that we would be 100%.
2: Excellent.
0: That is awesome. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't know if Emily and I could get along in the business. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just thinking about that. That would be the shortest venture of all oh time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Not the shortest. <laughs> Not, the, Not the shortest. Let's see. Let's get into this. Who's
3: doing the baking? Well, I have two daughters okay. that also assist us in in baking. So, it's the four of us that are actually everything that comes out that goes anywhere, wholesale side or retail side, all comes from the four of us. Let's go. Let's get in front of that. Who who taught y'all how to bake? I
2: mean, what gave you the audacity to think you can make cheesecakes that everybody
3: would want? How did that happen? Well now, initially it wasn't supposed to be that way. Again, okay. I started out by saying I'm the finance guy. So, right. You know, yeah. I, that's right. I have a finance degree, <laughs> so nothing that has to do with bacon. So it was it was really Grace. I mean someone showed her just a formula, how to put it together. So then over the years she kinda tweaked it to remake that how she wanted it to be, what she wanted it to taste like. So everything that we do at this particular point has come from Grace. I mean, she taught us how to make the cheesecake. And then me being just a, a foodie, I just kind of came in, I added some things that I thought, you know, would work in the cheesecake. It has so far. And it's just kind of been that, but I mean, the formula is hers. We give her a hundred percent of the credit. I mean, everything that we know started there.
0: Who came up with the banana pudding cheesecake? Cause whoever did that one?
3: Well, you know, honestly, it was what we thought. So my thing was she already had the structure. Uh-huh. She already had the base, but I thought, my family years ago was in the food business as well. So I always thought recognizable things would be the thing that would kind of separate us from yeah. the way other people bake yes. cheesecakes and stuff. So we knew growing up, sweet potato pie, mm-hmm. banana pudding, peach cobbler, you know, caramel apple, those things were what it was. It's a cultural thing. Yeah. Okay. So if you stick that into, and cheesecake is a really good template for anything that you want to put in there food wise. So you can. Really easy to customize the the taste for, you know, whatever you like.
0: Yeah, shout out to that because yes. that is the best. That's the one that I had the other day. Okay. And I still have a little yes. bit left, so I may, I may think about sharing. Did you,
2: <laughs> did you have alcohol? Did you go alcohol? No. It you was... should double the foot traffic with Ebony if you got alcohol, <laughs> so you should be good. Wow. Your business model is on point for Ebony. <laughs> okay, so help me understand in the restaurant business, and I've never— and i don't think is is it is it hard i mean is it hard i mean the heart i know it's hard to hang a shingle whatever you do yeah but is it restaurant seems even harder to me help us understand your mindset in making that decision i mean because you even said at one point you just said okay i can't do both i quit and you did your thing what help walk us through that mindset of what you went through it,
3: When I say that is difficult, I mean, that's an understatement. So I I spent 10 years in the military. I kind of grew up as a military kid, so I kind of understand structure and all those things. But when you get into the, unlike any other business, you have all these multiple personalities that come in that you try to cater to on a daily basis, plus the rising cost of food products, the rising cost of just taking care of the building itself, you know, and maintaining all the things that are inside the building, plus, again, my daughters, my wife, you know, that are in there. So you have those dynamics. We have a chef in there that, you know, is Colombian descent. Uh So, I mean, you have all those things inside of the business that you're managing, plus, you know, just trying to figure out how do you grow the business itself. So, I mean, all those things kind of meld into one thing, and you have to be, I'm kind of the person who, no matter what's going on, I get the phone call. So... Anytime it doesn't go right, Mm -hmm. you know, you get the blame. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get the praise as well, you know, when the business is going well and stuff. But I mean, it is really, I spend about 70 hours a week, you know, on an ongoing basis. So no vacation, Mm -hmm. you know, so you kind of, you kind of married to the job itself or you're employed by the job. Yeah. So figuring out how to find people that are reliable, that are gonna show up, show up on time, do the job, you know, you have all those different dynamics that right. you have to be able to put the pieces in place to kind of make everything work. And I mean that's a job in itself. And then you have the job or the task of producing that particular product that you produce. And then, you know, we wholesale for other businesses. So then you have those okay. things on top of it as well. You know, how do you maintain that product, get it from where you are to that customer itself. And then, you know, again, just trying to figure out how to grow, you know, what's the next step for the business without creating, you know, a situation where you put yourself out of business trying to grow too fast. So just it's a constant management, you know, of all these things or all these factors that are in the business.
0: That That is super cool. And I don't mean to jump in. But we I, already I, did. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know what? But, you know, you talk <laughs> about your wholesale versus your retail. Can you go into that a little bit for us and mm. your strategy around that and How you how you decided that, hey, in order for this this model to work, we need to to wholesale.
3: Well, I mean, the thing about customers that sell so on the retail side, you you can never predict Mm -hmm. when a customer is going to come in Mm -hmm. and purchase something. So, I mean, you can send out advertising, you can encourage the customer to come back in. But my thought was always, if I build a book of business. That's reoccurring. Yeah. Then I actually know what that monthly revenue is, or I have an idea Mm -hmm. of what that revenue will be. So at some point, we would like to be 60-40, where we have 60% retail, 40% wholesale. So that way, you would have a floor of where you would start to build a business from and, you know, something that you could kind of figure out on an ongoing basis. As far as from a growth standpoint, you could build your model from there, that if I knew I had 40% of my revenue that was planned, I could kind of predict almost on an ongoing basis of how fast I could grow the business itself. And then I could start to kind of plan for how I would attack the retail side Mm -hmm, itself. mm
0: -hmm. Thank you for going over that with us.
2: You went from the house to the church kitchen and you went straight to a
3: storefront. Mm -hmm. Did you ever think about doing a food truck? Not, I I mean, we've had conversations about it. I won't say that I thought about it. I started out years ago with a barbecue food truck. And I did that for two years. And I think that's even harder than the brick and mortar because you're baking something somewhere, Mm -hmm. putting it somewhere, transporting it to another place. So you're setting up, breaking down, and you have to do all those things in reverse. So we're not really thinking about food truck. What we did think about is vending machines. I came across a lady who uh, is in Tennessee who's doing a vending machine for cheesecake. Wow. So that's kind of the next thing that we're looking at, finding locations that we could put the vending machine at. We've already identified a company who can who can manufacture the machine. And so, I mean, I think if we were to do something from this standpoint, Close to the food truck, that would be where we would start.
0: You heard wow. it here
3: first. And now you know you're gonna have to you're gonna have to have a vending machine
2: built like an ATM, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> trying to get those cheesecakes out of there. Oh man. Eat.
0: Well, well, friends, it's time to hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be back to hear more from Mark Daniels in the Wichita Cheesecake Company. Seeing energy differently means continually working to drive energy prices down, even as costs around us rise. At Evergy, we're relying less on fossil fuels and more on renewable resources. We're investing in programs to help you use less energy, enabling us to decrease our rates over the last four years. Reliable, sustainable, affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. At Coke, our Wichita roots run deep. As part of this community, we strive to build strong partnerships with local organizations and create opportunities for our hometown businesses and entrepreneurs. From teaching kids STEM to supporting community resources and funding grants for local educators, we're proud to support Wichita and the amazing work happening throughout our city. Interested in learning more? See how we do it at cokeict.com. That's k o c h i c t.com. Welcome back, friends. We're here with Mark Daniels and the Wichita Cheesecake Company. Mark, you've been talking to us about one of my favorite subjects, which is food and cheesecake. So tell me this before I ask you the real question. Do you have any of those with zero calories or 50 calories? Can you give me that one?
3: We do do sugar-free. Sugar-free? Now, sugar-free and gluten-free, we do those, but only to order. So those aren't options that we normally just have in the restaurant, but you can call. And get a sugar-free cake if you want one.
0: That, that's a good one, but I need zero calories.
3: <laughs> no, no zero
2: calories. All right, yes. all right. One quick, qu- just for the record, what, how many calories is a slice of cheesecake?
3: Well, I mean, it really depends on what flavor you have. I mean, because we have some that have chocolate in it. We have some that have fruit in it. But you, you can just figure it's a whole lot of sugar <laughs> in every slice.
0: Yeah. Huh. Okay, no. A whole lot of deliciousness. Never
3: mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. Carry on.
0: <laughs> How many flavors do you guys have now?
3: We list thirty-three. Wow.
0: Thirty-three. But
3: we have wow. so many that we stopped putting all of the flavors on because people were starting to want all kinds of of things and stuff. So we just stopped listing those at about thirty-three. But we have on our menu thirty-three, and we kind of, if you look at the website itself, there's only ten that we list on there. And those are the 10 that we have dedicated in the store mm-hmm. at, at any anytime. time. But you can order any of the other 20-plus that are on there.
0: So what is that website for our listeners? It
3: is WichitaCheesecakeCompany.com.
0: All right, WichitaCheesecakeCompany.com. Are you on social media?
3: We are. Same same flag. We fly on everything, okay. Instagram and Facebook. No TikTok. Twitter. No, no, what? no TikTok yet and stuff, but we're going to work on some of those things. We are CML Collective does our uh, our advertising. Yeah, Christina, She have to do everything. I
0: know, yep. that's good. <laughs> I love that. She does very proud. Work, yeah. She and her team
2: exactly.
0: So we need to follow you on social. So let me ask this. You said you have two daughters who help out as well. Have you already began thinking about, you know, you said that you are working 70 hours. And I know you've only been in the game for seven years. But are you already thinking about succession planning and, you know, the next generation? Yeah, I mean,
3: it's a scary thought sometimes because they don't always express the level of stick yeah. that I think they should and stuff. But it was always the hope in the beginning for building the business itself. That at some point they would come in and succeed what we started and grow it to, you know, I mean, if you think about some of the larger companies, that's how it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a grandparent or or a parent starts the business, the kid comes in and grows the business to an unimaginable success. So. We hope the same thing for for our daughters.
0: Yeah, I hope so as well. You know, you you get that a lot when you hear these stories that sometimes the next generation's like because they worked it, sometimes they don't want to continue it, yeah. you know. And then other times you see that one of them want to do it or it skips a generation and the grandkids are yeah. the ones who, who does it as well. So I said all of that to say if you want to adopt me and teach me how to make <laughs> a cheesecake. I
2: knew it was coming back. I just, we we're always we, looking. You know, I'm just saying.
0: I, <laughs> just think about it just think about that <laughs> <Don>. <laughs>
2: nice nice you started in 2017 yes okay and that was before covid help us understand how did you do during covid you're still here so you survived so what did you do during covid to make it pop continue to make it pop
3: I think most, like most businesses, the third-party platforms came in, the DoorDashs, the Grubhubs, and okay. all of those delivery platforms. So we leaned on those guys. I mean, we knew that just because COVID was here, people were still going to eat. You know, they still were going to want some of the same things. Just the way they got it was going to be different. and stuff. So we brought all those platforms in. And you, you didn't have before or no? We didn't. I mean, I, I think I had DoorDash or... I think it was Postmates at that time that we had. And we were using those guys. And then again, once we knew that, you know, people weren't traditionally going to houses, they weren't going to the businesses, people were masked up, they were afraid to, you know, come out of the door sometimes, even if a delivery was there, leave it on the porch, you know, those type things and stuff. So, I mean, we did quite a bit of that. And there were a number of occasions where people still came to the shop to pick up. We were in the smaller location at that particular point. So, there was a barrier. We had a counter in between us and, and the customers. We were masked up and we, we never closed. We were there. We wrote it out just like, you know, most of the other businesses. We went through the process of not being able to get some of the supplies that mm-hmm. we needed. So, I mean, that was hard. We saw the plastic containers that we used double, triple in price wow. because it was harder to get some of those yeah, things. Yeah, supply and, chain. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, we wrote it out. We stuck it in there and just kind of made it through just like you know, most of the other people in the businesses that were still operating.
2: I love your strategy about bringing in Metro Grill. And, I mean, I just thought that was pretty cool. Can you share what the menu is like now on your Metro Grill side?
3: Yeah, so Metro Grill, we didn't change their menu at all. Oh, they okay. had the Cuban. I mean, now recently we've added, again, yeah, for things. me, familiar things like we have mac and cheese bites. We have some a shrimp pool boy that I've added to the menu some chicken tenders and fries. But, I mean, their menu, they had some kind of iconic things, the Cuban sandwich itself. And Mike is Uh Colombian descent. Uh So he brought some of those things with him, infamous Bob. They kind of had some chicken, chicken caprese sandwich. So, I mean, the menu is exactly the same as it was from 2004.
2: So share with the listeners how are you promoting that. Are you promoting Metro Grill separately from Wichita Cheesecake or that they're together, or how are you promoting that? So well, folks know it's a full-service restaurant at this point
3: now. It's just coming out again. We just took over ownership on the 1st of April. So, oh, okay.
2: This is recent. Okay. Yeah, so it's gotcha. just been
3: a month. So you'll start to see us incorporate Metro Grill. Okay. We still have both up on top of the, the building itself. And we okay. won't change that because, again, I realize that Metro Grill has people that it's recognize it from it. 2004. So we'll keep that up. But you'll start to see us blend Metro Grill in with our advertising as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll start to appear on That'd our website. Pretty cool. You know, and you'll start to see it kind of all over. And even from a promotion standpoint, we'll start to promote out that, you know, we own Metro Grill at this point.
2: Okay. Have you ever made a key lime cheesecake? We have it in the, in the it. case what? today. just for you. <laughs> Lemon you drop,
3: ever, key lime. Have yeah. you had a, a watermelon cheesecake? No, we haven't done watermelon. The, the thing about watermelon and Flavors like passion fruit, those are light flavors. So when you start to bake it, the flavor kind of starts to dissipate. Mm. So I'm always careful to put something in lavender. If you put too much lavender in, it tastes like soap, right? And those are light flavors. So I kind of tend to steer away from that. We've had a lot of people ask for mango. Again, mango, light flavor. So you really have to concentrate it to get the flavor to come through. But it's one that we've been thinking about, trying to just figure out, I mean, we've done things like cherry limeade. Okay. We have that one. What else do we have? Blueberry lemonade, strawberry mm. lemonade, okay. you know, things like that.
2: Now, back on the lavender, Well, I guess I'm getting old. I didn't know lavender was a taste. I thought it was a
3: smell. It's both. Oh, wow. So lavender is a flower itself that can be concentrated down. I'm uh, sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm uh-huh. so we have never yes. lavender yes. lemonade. Yes.
2: So, you know. <laughs> I didn't know lavender is something you yeah. eat. Uh, and, uh, hey, yeah. my bad. Hey, Gross. I'm old. I can do that. So, like I said, I love the strategy about Metro Grill. So, what's going on in the next five years for Wichita Cheesecake slash Metro Grill?
3: So, they had me sign an NDA, so I can't Uh-oh. really talk a whole lot about it. Almost had scoop. Almost had. Bang. But the possibility exists that within the next 90 days to six months, there will be a Wichita 2 location okay. somewhere in town. Somewhere in uh, town. They're building a, there's a concept that's going up in the city or that they're actually, we're meeting with the engineers now to kind of get the, the whole gist of how this layout is going to be. If it goes the way that I think, in the way that we've, we've talked and the meetings that we've had so far, it's going to be a phenomenal concept, I think. It'll be really good for uh, which cheesecake company as well, well and it, again, it would be that second location for us. That's dope.
2: Excellent, yeah. excellent. Yeah. We well, congratulations Thank in you. advance on that. Mm-hmm. And a man uh, coming to somewhere near you in the metro. He didn't say where, but we got some <laughs> scoop. We got <laughs> some <laughs> scoop. What else, e?
0: Well, I just have one last question okay. as we're wrapping up. You know, you said you were in the military. You've traveled a lot of places. You didn't grow up in Wichita. Why Wichita? What made you decide to come here and, you know, and live and decide to start the business here? Because you could have started it anywhere.
3: So because we were military, nowhere was home, right? We, Mm. I think I spent five years in Louisiana when we were growing up. So my dad retired in New York. His last base was Plattsburgh Air Force Base in New York. He came here. To work for Boeing.
0: Gotcha. And
3: when I had gone into the military and I got out after 10 years, my parents were here, so I came here because they were here.
0: Ah, gotcha. I've
3: been here for 31 years since.
0: Well, we're so glad you decided to make Wichita your home and decided to grow your business here. So to all our, all our listeners and all the business owners, make certain that you cater and use the Wichita Cheesecake Company.
2: Exactly. We, we have partnered with the Cheesecake Company, at least buying some gift certificates to give out to folks. So, yeah. Excellent. Okay. You dealt with Ebony long enough. Time for you to be rewarded. We're going to do word association. I give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Are you ready? I'm ready. Leader.
3: Discipline. Success. Motivation, college, education, beverage, sweet tea,
0: sweet tea, <laughs> sweet tea. <laughs> of course,
3: with the cheesecake.
2: Failure, impossible. Entrepreneur, growth. Wichita. Growing. Vacation. Needed. Hero. Parents. Chamber. Wichita. Family. Important. Last but not least, fun. Always.
0: Always. Excellent.
2: Thank you for coming in, my man. It was great to see you
3: again. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. This was a fun one. (laughs) Friends, if you would, make certain that you share this with your circle, and make certain that you let us know who you want to hear from next. Till next time.
1: Peace.